I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello, you beautiful bastards. Welcome to the preview show sponsored by Betway. It's Friday the 19th of June. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Andy Brassel. And I'm Luke Moore. Well, well, bloody well, gentlemen. It's Friday. Come on! (laughs) And in front of all of us, ladies and gentlemen, is a big, plump, juicy weekend fixture list full of Premier League action. Andy Brassel, you must be excited as a kid at Christmas. I feel good. Did you you not hear the intonation on my voice? Oh, yes. That showed excitement, Uh I thought. How many more James Brown quotes are you going to get in today? That's my question. (laughs) Um, Luke, you... you, you, When I heard it, I always always, uh, approach shows with Andy Brassel with trepidation because from his intonation, I need to know what he's feeling. And when I heard that intonation, I thought, we're going to be fine. Oh, yes. We're going to be absolutely fine. We are going to be fine. We don't even have to wait tomorrow, till tomorrow for Premier League uh, uh, fixtures. We have a, a couple tonight. 
of course, which is is, is incredibly exciting. But but the first... six o'clock, yeah. get, get a nap in. I set the alarm for eight fifteen. Yeah. and you can watch Spurs Man United. It is like the World Cup, but this time Jose Mourinho is involved. Yeah. Um, it, but but the other exciting news in a couple of weeks' time, starting on the thirtieth of June, there's going to be some drive-in Premier League viewing events. It's going to be like it's going to be like. Um, Richard Masters and Back to the Future come together. I think sort of nineteen fifties America when I think of driving. Yeah, I like drive-ins as a concept. I never one ever went away. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've never been to. I've never even seen one. I don't oh, think. Boy. It's quite interesting because if you drive past a drive-in cinema hmm. in the US and there's nothing happening, yeah. it's just a field. Yeah, really, it's, you can't really see much. <laughs> it's, it's like it kind of just emerges when it happens. I think so. Yeah. Uh, we've, it's never really been a thing here, though, has it? Well, no, probably because of the weather. Yeah. Well, you're in a car. Uh, I'm open top you've car. You've got your open top car. <laughs> <laughs> always got the top down. I don't have yeah. an open top car, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Got but, his wayfarers on. But do <laughs> look out for the fundraiser. Um, <laughs> uh, speaking of which, though, it's going to cost £10 per car, Andy, with the commentary being pumped into each vehicle. That's not through like a big pipe. That's obviously the stereo system. No, I'm presuming the inspiration uh, for this is from Danish football. Mitchelland, of course. We yeah, talked about it on, on the continent a while yeah. back, didn't we? The, the, the fact that they had driving football. Mm-hmm. Driving football when you're tantalisingly close mm-hmm. to the actual football. This will be slightly different, of course. Yeah, I'd tell you something. Marcus Rashford's obviously been a brilliant human being, but yes. we really know Mitchelland because he scored against them. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So he sort of, in a way, put them on the map, didn't he? <laughs> You're welcome. So, what, what, what can't he do? Matthew Benham is shaking his finger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But his listening but, device. Well, right well he's got to be socially distant so he can't beat me up. Where's this? Where's <laughs> this? Um, where's this um, driving football happening? Well, I'm glad you asked that, Luke. Yeah. Paul. Yeah. Uh, it seems to be London and Manchester are the two. Uh, but they're not near the stadiums, right? They're just separate events. I should they? hope not. Yeah. Different to Michelin because Michelin was a weird situation because it felt a bit like what they should do is just remove the size of the stadium. Yeah. So you can just park cars around <laughs> yeah. the pitch and everyone can watch. That's right. Yeah, but they didn't, obviously didn't do that. You couldn't actually see it, but mm. um, apart from on a screen. But this is a separate away from the stadium oh, yes. type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, apparently each event will have its own halftime an- analysis and entertainment surprises. It's all blimey. Yeah. Pete Donaldson leaps to mind there. Yeah. Um, mm. DJ Spoonie will host the first drive-in on the 30th of June in Manchester. <laughs> Still find him. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> and Old Spoon will be hosting the one in London on the 1st of July. Has he changed his name to Old Spoon now? Like when, <laughs> like when Snoop Doggy Dog went to Snoop Dog. Is that right? Or is that just your affectionate term Maybe. for Maybe. Mate, yeah. Brassel, you're a, you're, a, you're a Spoonie man. Yeah, I certainly am. Of course yeah. you are. Yeah, South London sausage. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, three people per car and, and you can order refreshments, which will be brought to your car, so... I quite like the idea of it. It's very much getting in the spirit. Andy, I don't know if you're the same as me, though. Instantly, I'm thinking, it's going to take me ages to get out. Because yeah. <laughs> the queue of cars is going to be massive. You're not one of those people who leaves a few minutes before the end, do you? I'll have to with this. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> 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 no, you can't leave it all the The problem the is, you can't leave the game a couple of minutes yeah, early. Exactly. That's the whole problem. It will be like that time when Mido was playing for Marseille. <laughs> he was told he wasn't in the starting lineup, and he said, right bollocks to this I'm going home and he left Mm. in his kit found he was boxed in in the car park and then had to come back in the dressing room going right well I feel it's my duty to support the team (laughs) (laughs) it's like Pat Nevin getting subbed off to go and watch the Cocteau Twins In the 80s, yeah. Yeah. Well, if you you do, if you are one of those people who likes to live a few minutes towards the end, then uh, turn up on a scooter and game the system. Love that. Mm -hmm. How are you going to get the sound pumped in? Uh, Give us a lend. (laughs) Open the window. (laughs) But one thing people should do is if they're planning on attending these events, Uh 
they should get in touch on social media or whatever. Let us know what it's oh, like. Big time. Yeah. Big time. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely football absolutely round. Right. Um, well, of course, there are fixtures uh, this evening. Gentlemen, Norwich versus Southampton. At bottom of the league, Norwich, they desperately need a, a, a win. Now, talking of trying to uh, to view fixtures from some sort of vantage point. Um, the, the Holiday Inn at Carrow Road, which, of course, has some rooms that can view the pitch, um, have sold out of all... The, I, say, I say sold out. They're fully booked, rather, with all these rooms that are overlooking the pitch, uh, which does seem rather suspicious to to me, you do need to be a key worker uh, or, or the like to to get into the uh, hotel. So, uh, if you're one of those people who have a booking for this evening, you're going to have to uh, produce your ID. And also, you're going to presumably they're going to be able to see you looking through the window. Yeah, aren't they? Mm. Can you so, imagine that if you're sort of taking your significant other to? You know, we haven't been on holiday for three <laughs> with a staycation three months. Yeah, yeah. Well, holiday in Norwich, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Norwich is a great city. It's a great city. It's underrated, yeah. I think. We we went there. We had a lovely live show. So don't mm. be so disrespectful, Andy. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> did you see actually that Sid Lowe did a match report uh, on Abar versus Athletic Bilbao this week for the Guardian? Yeah, he will. From do. the block of flats opposite Ipurua, ah. the stadium where you could see over into nice. the. Is that right? Into the ground. People yeah. are people are um, yeah working in creative ways now. A friend a friend mm-hmm. of mine is a cameraman at the Premier League. Ah. And he's had to go through a lot of different protocol because he's working, I think, tonight for the first one of the games tonight. Right. And he said um, you got to, he's got to do like a lot of testing. Obviously, he's got to do a couple, fill out a couple of questionnaires. They've been told there are three colour-coded working mm-hmm. zones where they're not allowed to move out of. Um, obviously, the post-match interviews are being done outside, as we've already mm-hmm. seen on, on Wednesday night. Um, and you get, a, apparently, you get a questionnaire which drops into your inbox at one minute past midnight of the day, right. and you've got to fill it in and answer the questions honestly and accurately. And if you and send it off, and if you don't pass it, you can't work. Oh, and so um, he's got. He's got to, um, like what are you up for this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Led your allegiance to was, the um, Premier League. Can you work? Oh, can, can you work the camera? <laughs> <laughs> but then you also, and then what happens is once you do that, you get a, a certificate which you then have to print out and you carry it with you. And okay. people will check. And if you've not got it, you shouldn't be working there. There's a load of different things that have gone into how they logistically um, mm. deliver a game to people who want to watch it on TV. Of course, we've heard talk on, on news reports about there's going to be like, what, 250 or 300 mm. people at each game all doing different things. And that's mm-hmm. basically why. There's also a, a, a different different situation around food, of course. I think people have to bring their own food. It has to be packaged. Because if you're a cameraman and you're working to... Well, Moose isn't going to be happy, is he? No, he won't. Moose will be fuming. But if you, you have to, you have to, if you're a cameraman, obviously you have to rig the cameras, you have to do the game and you have to de-rig and it's mm. a long day. Mm. There's, no, there's no food available there. So you have to bring your own food and all that kind of stuff. Nora. All sorts of things to, to worry about. Well, absolutely. But with regards to the football itself, uh, Andy, a recent revelation at Southampton has been uh, the work Ralph Hassenhutl's been doing with his contract extension. We talked about this a number of weeks ago on this very podcast mm. um, but he's made one big decision recently where uh, Pierre-Emile Hoiberg has been stripped of the captaincy because as uh, Hassan Hoot said himself that if he, if he wouldn't sign an extension then he wouldn't remain captain now you recently interviewed old Pierre and mm. yeah, you gutted for your, your new friend yeah, I, I do feel a bit sorry for him, actually, because if you've um, listened to that Ramble Meets, and he's a fascinating mm. character, really, really interesting, incredibly mature for, for 24. It meant a lot to him to, to be Southampton captain. And um, he, he was very keen to talk about what the club had, had done for him. And he's someone who, he didn't just go in the dressing room and put the armband on. Mm. He was someone who thought it was his job to motivate people 
at every level of the club. So he wasn't just, I'm first team captain. He thought we need to get on the same page, whether we're in the under 10s or the under 15s or mm. the, the the youth team or the reserves or, or, or whatever. I think that's really his thinking from when he was at Bayern and he was a young player and, you know, he's <clears throat> relatively empowered to go head to head as he talks, talked mm-hmm. about in the interview with me um, with the, the the likes of, of, of Thomas Muller. And, it's and mad, isn't it, like when that. you hear him speaking about, Think that. about it? I thought that when I heard it. Yeah, yeah. And he's only yeah. 24. The way that, yeah. well, in that interview, he does come across as if he's an elder statesman of the game almost. Yeah, he does. He does. And um, yeah, I, I suspect Southampton fans, I mean, maybe Luke can tell me, but um, <laughs> they're a little bit split on this because I think that despite the fact that some feel that you know, he he will eventually go elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, that it, he's he's a popular player. Yeah. You know, and, and people like him as a guy. People respond to him as a guy. He's open and honest, mm. and and he is a committed captain. It is about more to him than just saying. I'm the captain no. because I, I, I can speak on behalf captain. of some of the fans and say that they want him to leave as soon as possible. <laughs> <laughs> so just to clear that up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But don't you, a captaincy is a funny thing in, in, in football, isn't mm. it? It's far less definable than say, saying cricket where you are the, yeah. the you're just the on pitch coach yeah. really aren't you, oh, you know, and, and you're involved, involved in selection you're involved in selection, you're involved in selection. Yeah. Yeah. you mm-hmm. choose which bowler bowls when yeah. and all that sort well, of do you remember stuff? John Terry's Chelsea captain <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, but yeah I, I, I mean I, he's, he's a leader mm. which, which is especially if you're a club who are looking over the shoulder relegation and all you need players like that but the captaincy has been handed to James Ward-Prowse my only question is do you have to have a double-barreled name to be the captain it sounds like you might need yeah sounds like you might yeah, need. it's yeah. not do you need a double-barreled name do you need a three-letter acronym yeah that's yeah. the that's the real question Marcus that is so what is it he's, he's Pe Pierre Emil Hoiberg he's Pe yeah it's his acronym it's not gonna that's not gonna catch on is it JWP sounds a bit sounds a bit like an accountancy firm <laughs> <laughs> but you know, on on the um, and I'm, I think I mentioned this briefly on the show on Wednesday um, that you know, arguably Newcastle and or Southampton could be dragged into this mm. if they don't manage the the situation yeah. well. We saw uh, in Germany and as we said, Schalke have dropped like a stone since the games come back there. Yeah. There's different reasons for that, of course. But in in this situation, if you look at Southampton's record going into the mm-hmm. break, um. I mean, I'm not trying to be disrespectful by saying it in this way. I mean mm-hmm. this in the football context. Yeah. It came at a nice time for them because they they were their form mm-hmm. was bad. They only won one of their last five. They were losing games. Mm-hmm. They lost against Southampton. They Isn't lost it? at home to Newcastle United, they which did, is a key game for them. So they're losing to Newcastle, yeah. But yeah. you don't have to have your sort of fists clenched in the air as you say that, Luke, though, do you? What about Southampton being rubbish? Yeah. Well, just enjoy it while you can. At least, at least put your shirt back on. <laughs> yeah. on. Uh, indeed. Well, uh, well, for Norwich's sake, I mean, that, that, you know, they, they've been not doing very well. Hopefully, they'll be up on the topics tonight. Big time. <laughs> and, and, I, and, and I do hope we, we hear uh, Daniel Farkas use the word topics. Yeah. I think it'll make me feel a lot better. I'd like to hear him say pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'd like to hear him say anything. I suppose so, yeah. Um, but, but every time we talked this season about Norwich, we would get a lot of fans getting in touch saying Norwich aren't our team aren't that bad. We've just been really unlucky. Mm, and mm. Yeah, tell I, it to the results, lads. Yeah, well, unfortunately they're bottom of the table. Yeah, and perhaps there's a situation where they can't quite put ninety minutes together mm. consistently enough. But they, mm-hmm. I, I completely admit yeah, they've yeah. shown they've shown bits in fa- yeah. in parts and they've got some good players. Mm-hmm. Um, the form is kind of irrelevant at this stage. I don't think I don't think it was mentioned yesterday, but one thing I read is that um, I think it was Raheem Sterling was saying that if you're an international player, 
in a in a summer like we've just that we would have just had, you're going to have a three week break between mm. seasons. Mm. If you're a ninth national player, it's probably five and a half weeks. Mm-hmm. These guys have had three months. Yeah, it's a big big change. Yeah, so yeah. it's very very difficult to see how they're going to react to it. And we we did see, I think, a little bit of fatigue in the um, Sheffield United Villa game in terms of not fatigue, but you know, not non match mm-hmm. fitness. But in the Man City game, they were they looked great. So yeah. it's very difficult to see. How yeah, it's I, I think. I guess we always take the the Bundesliga as a starting point now mm-hmm. because it's the the sort of guinea pig league for mm. for all of this, and that, I think the rest of the leagues all over Europe have have looked at it and mm-hmm. seen what they can take from it. But <clears throat> I think what we've seen from both um, the Bundesliga and La Liga, we're living. I, we we said this with um, Jules and Jim yesterday that I think we're living in the age of the elite athlete, mm. where you know they've they've got such a an incredible base level of fitness that they can get back to maybe not to a hundred percent, but 85, 90% pretty quickly. And mm-hmm. I, I would say that sharpness though, isn't it? Yeah, sure. Can't replicate that really. Sure. But I, I think on, on the whole, like the, the, the standard in Manchester city, Arsenal was pretty good. I, mm. I, 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 I thought agree with that, city, yeah. city were yeah. really impressive. You said that with every player on the pitch. I feel so sorry. Anyway, there was talk I, about I, I was gutted to not be doing the David Luiz show yesterday. <laughs> I, I genuinely is that the it. official name of it? The David <laughs> yeah. show. I really felt for the for Marcus, him. I, I, and you, you're for the same here. Mm. I took a lot of solace in the fact that I'll probably get another chance. <laughs> <laughs> no, according, to, according to Jamie Carragher, no. No, is that, it's done now, is it? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dear yeah. me. Over a Magnum. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let's move a, a bit further up the table Spurs versus Manchester United. Mourinho against his former side. I yeah. just I love saying that Mourinho against his former side because mm. I mean he's he's a little bit prickly at the best of times, but he certainly will be against um, the team where he won at the treble. Um, Deli Ali, of course, will serve a one-match ban for this. Um, must sit out, of course, much to uh, Mourinho's uh, disappointment. Eric Dyer's available um, because the FA haven't given him his punishment yet for going into. I've forgotten crowd. about that. I had. <laughs> yeah, I completely They've forgotten about it. Loads uh, yeah, of stuff to deal with. I know. Yeah. I, mean, I think you were saying that on on uh, Wednesday with Kate and Pete that like. Let's have a recap of stuff that's happened. And it was like Eric Dyer. Well, I mean, didn't he? That was a similar time when Cantona went in the. Oh, no, like it was this season yeah. that Dyer yeah. went in, but he's, he's available. This he is the game available. of the weekend for me. I'm excited about mm. this game. And, and you know, it's a fascinating situation at Spurs where the season <clears throat> was drifting away from them, like for a combination of injuries and fatigue and the, this end of a cycle type situation yeah. they're in. But this is a real chance for them to restore themselves. Like Kane, uh, Mourinho's already said that Kane, mm-hmm. Son and Sissoko are going to play. Um, so they should have a much better balance. They're four points off fifth, which we know could be Champions League this season. Probably yeah. will be, will it? Yeah, I, th- I think it's more likely than not. Yeah. As things stand at the moment, obviously we don't know how Manchester City will end up, but personally, it wouldn't surprise me if there was some sort of almost, or not really a compromise, but a, a halfway house where maybe the band got cut to a year. I or, thought you were going to say a halfway house. It's called the Europa League. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we are willing to cut a compromise. Conference League. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do the words intertoto mean anything to you? <laughs> but, but I was just going to say, it's, t- it's tough for Spurs because there are a lot of teams above them and it's a competitive area. The yeah. table, as we know, uh, but I think this will be a really revealing period for Mourinho and whether his quite combative, high-risk management style off the pitch, mm. where he's, 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 like I say, quite combative, 
Can that still work? For me, that's a real mm. question mark over Mourinho. <clears throat> but reports have suggested, like reports coming out of Spurs, saying that the atmosphere has been great, it's improved a great deal, and people are really happy yeah. and they're looking forward to it. They've got North Korea's PR going. It, it, was, it, was <laughs> it was the break they needed. Mm. But I watched a, two or three of Spurs games live under Mourinho. And the one particular, for me anyway, against Leipzig at home in the Champions League, it was. T- I mean, I know mm. they had problems injury wise. It was turgid stuff. Mm. It looked. It looked like he was trying to. It was. It was like he was in a knife fight with a sausage. Like he had, he had no tool. He just didn't know what to do. And, and, and he, I think they were just. They just seemed terrified. And and it was this outball to Lucas Moura, and he wouldn't win that outball because he's tiny. And Lucas Moura outball. Had to, that's such a polite way of playing it. I love the way that Toby Alderweireld became their playmaker. Yeah, uh, uh-huh. under Mourinho, so, it was so amazing. That's the what amount of touches he was having in a game. What's he going to do now? What do you think Mourinho will do against Man United tonight? It's a fascinating question. I think. Well, I think it's the start of something fascinating as well. Because you talked about you know this being a, a key little period for him. Well, it's going to be more than a key little period because unless he quits, they're going to be stuck with him for quite a while now. <laughs> because post pandemic, how can they afford to sack him? Oh. How can they afford to sack him and the new coaching staff that they've got on on, on board? Has Levy, got, has Levy got a clause in there? What to to fire with him. Mourinho? I don't think so. Has Levy got a clause? He loves he loves having a um he because lo- the way the reason that's a fascinating appointment in the first place is because the way that Mourinho and Levy traditionally have done football for want of a better phrase mm-hmm. is polar opposite. Yes. So one of them's got to give, mm. and I wondered whether through experience he's gone after Mourinho because he he spent a lot of time building Spurs to the type of club, the size mm-hmm. of club that could hire a Jose mm-hmm. Mourinho, mm-hmm. but at the same time, has he just done it because he could rather right. than whether he should? Well, and is he a few years late? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I think, I think that's a definite question. And we spoke about at the time whether getting new coaching brains in rather than getting the band back together was yeah. was something that that would freshen it up and an acknowledgement from Mourinho, almost Ancelotti style. And the closest we would get to an acknowledgement from Mourinho that hang about, I need to have a bit of a rethink here. Now he's had a couple of opportunities to have a, a little rethink, hasn't he? And he's partly embraced it by taking. Um, Sacramento and, and new coaches on on board rather than getting Rui Fadio and all those back together. But also, he's had this time off. Now he's been having a few strolls around the park, thinking about it, hasn't he? Mm. And, and and working out what he's what he's going to do. Um, but he, you're right; he has been offered a lifeline by the fact that Spurs were in a, a poor situation where they weren't going to make the Champions League, where the squad had run aground. But now those excuses, which, oh my God, he lined up with both hands, didn't he, <laughs> like, b- b- before the break. It's like he had them already ready <laughs> before any games. <laughs> yeah. They're like written on his inner arm yeah. like a... Like, like, like in Memento. Yeah, like Memento. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. he's, like, he's like a kid turning up late to school constantly. It's kind of yeah. like, oh, you know, the... Yeah, the the bus broke down, or I woke up and it dog ate my homework. Yeah, it wasn't in my house. Or there was a kid at my school who turned that into such a kind of thing mm. that he would turn up to tutor group and would just say the most ridiculous thing he could think of, and everyone thought it was funny, well, and it kind of annoyed me yeah. because I was like, "Well, hang on a minute." <laughs> he would say stuff like, "Oh yeah, sorry, I was, oh sorry, I was kidnapped by an entire." Gang of squirrels. I like that. And everyone will go, oh, brilliant. Here he is again. That is brilliant. Yeah, and I was that, thinking, is, that is the I'm kind sp- of. I'm supposed to be the class captain. That, that is order. the wacky. I heard once, and younger listeners, in fact, maybe older listeners won't get this, but they. But they the, <laughs> A the great guy, start. The guy, <laughs> the guy said, I missed the ketchup rocket from Button Moon. <laughs> 
but, but I mean, I think people are kind of expecting a big opinion from me on this type of stuff, and they're not, they're not, they don't wish to say, oh, this is what's happening. I, and I do think I should probably nail my colours to the mast now, mm. and I've said it quite consistently. As Andy said, this is a chance for Maria to reset and to get out of jail. But for me, I don't think he's capable of changing. Mm. And I don't think that even the, the appointments they've made coaching-wise, based on what I've seen, yeah. and I understand the, the team are at the end of a cycle and had injury problems, I don't know mm. if he's still got it in him. And I would suggest that he probably hasn't. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting the quote he said. I'm not going to tell you how we're going to play. Well, we can guess these days. <laughs> um, but, but just briefly focusing on Manchester United. I mean, Marcus Rashford... The current greatest living Englishman, I think we yeah. can all agree. Great, yes. Certainly the greatest living Marcus, I was <laughs> yeah, Well, come on. <laughs> yeah, well, if he's the greatest living Englishman, to be. Yeah, yeah, to be fair, I've been outdone there. Yeah, by you know, yourself. But, but you, it showed you how much it took to knock me off that top spot. Um, <laughs> I'd so, still put you in a Champions League position. I, Andy, as Again, I. for me, in Toto. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, Fulham on the Indertoto one. Yeah, um, but uh, but I think I think oddly maybe actually neutrals might uh, some neutrals might cheer for Manchester United because of Rashford or maybe I'm talking about. I know what you mean, but it's, but it's, it, it will be interesting to see what. Uh, what well, they've got players back as well. That's the they, thing. They they've got Pogba's going to be back, available yeah. for selection. I'd be raring to yeah, go. Bruno. Three months off, Pogba. <laughs> yeah. That's what he needed. Yeah, yeah and Bruno Fernandes has made, been making a big deal yeah, of, has, of, yeah. of the fact that he wants to play with with Pogba. It'll yes. be pretty pretty exciting. Yes, because he was the one player who was really he pulled United through that yeah. last couple of months mm. before the big time the, the break mm. didn't he and two points and to, have that, a player, to have a player mm. to come in and, and, and you know some people will be familiar with him mainly because he was in the papers for about a year before saying he's going <laughs> yeah. to Manchester United and some people will be less familiar with yeah. him but to have a player like that yeah. who's not played in the Premier League turn up and say right this is my team now yeah. I mean, that, that, that's pretty amazing. And it was there for the taking as well. That yeah. idea of him coming in and saying, this is yeah, my team. Exactly. But, Basically, the, but the, the fact that there was a vacuum yes. for him to be able to do that is a big deal. I agree. Yeah. Get the sound off tonight. Get the crowd noise off uh-huh. because you're going to be here, Bruno Fernandes. Learn a non-stop. bit of Portuguese. Non-stop. Just to swear words. His English is brilliant. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, in the heat of the moment, he might True. swear in the... Is he going to break um, Lorenzo Insigne's record for the most amount of shouts in the game? Because <laughs> during that <laughs> Napoli game, all you could hear was him going, Dries, Dries, yeah. Dries, Dries, yeah. over and over again. Sign the contract. It was, like, it was like a new Sido yeah. from oh, Pulis. What a lovely win for Napoli. Yeah, great. What a lovely yeah. win, but, but that's already been mentioned. But yeah. what we will say, though, tonight, Andy, just to dip our wick in foreign waters or territory, your beloved Sevilla are playing Barcelona. <laughs> My beloved Sevilla. Correct. It's a huge our game. Be- I love Sevilla, Andy. I love, Sevilla. I love the city. I love all of it, mm. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I noticed uh, Hulan Lopetegui hasn't been wearing his hush puppies oh, yeah. on the uh, touchline in these first couple of games back. That's oh. the the big news, really, from uh-huh. too what too warm Sevilla. Yeah, that's I, the big I, I news. So. I thought you were the journalist among us. Yeah. Andy. <laughs> Andy, people <laughs> We've can ruined fl- your career. People can flip over and watch the last hour of this after the Spurs Man United, United Spurs game. Very saucy. Yeah, that's right. So you've you've got Sevilla Barcelona on Friday night, and then you've got Real Sociedad versus Real Madrid on Sunday night. Um, my goodness, did Real Madrid look good in the second half last night against Valencia? <laughs> yeah. And Marco Asensio, been out for 11 months, mm-hmm. came on as sub, seconds later, yeah. smashes a volley into the corner. Andy, as I always say, it's always nice to have a Marco. Oh, here we there. go again. <laughs> You're just giving him excuses. <laughs> but I think for me, Spurs Man United is the yeah. is the game of the weekend. I'm looking forward to that a great deal. Uh-huh. Do you think Mourinho will do what the Leganish coach, I forget his name, did? Against Barcelona. Javier he... Guido. Yes. Yeah. Big have when he uh, pretended to... try to whistle. Yeah. <laughs> He's trying to put Messi off. And the thing is, the he reaction... got sent off. He got a red car for But that. The, the reaction to that in Spain was, Aguero was sent off. Okay. 
What, not for swearing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's, he's famously foul-mouthed. There's yeah. still room for shithousery in the game, even at the very top level in 2020. Big time. Yeah. Big time. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's have a quick break. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. He just says, how many holes does a straw have? Zero, one, or two. The internet can't figure it out, so I've done what any sane person would do. Ask the Luke and the Pete. Join me, Pete Donaldson, and Luke Moore for an unplanned half hour every Monday and Thursday as we talk about, well, anything really, from your emails to life's great mysteries to this guy. The noise you're going to hear sounds like a man being interrupted by a car. He isn't being interrupted by the car. He is making yes. the car sound. Porque... <laughs> How on earth is he doing that? Beep, 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 beep. How does he make that noise? Listen now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Beep, 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 beep. The Luke and Pete Show is a Stakhanov production. Welcome back to the preview show, uh, sponsored by Betway. Now, everybody, those listening to Wednesday's show will remember we announced another of our now legendary Patreon competitions. And this time around, there was a chance to win a 65-inch Toshiba U29 TV just by signing up at patreon.com forward slash football ramble daily. How exciting. It was. You beautiful so-and-so. Well, I'm delighted to reveal that the winner of this frankly gigantic and impressive TV is Jonathan Gibbons! Gibby's won it! Good on him. Good on Gibbo. Gibbo. Jonathan will be in touch in due course. And congratulations, 65 inches, Andy. 
Hey, eh? <laughs> get your eyes around that lot. Um, don't forget to sign up to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash football ramble daily for lots of extra exclusive content from as little as $5 a month. And we'll have another competition very, very soon. Mm. Very, very soon indeed. Congratulations, Jonathan. Well done, Lovely JB. J- JG. JG. Yeah. JG. Yeah. Uh, let's get back to the football then. So, yes, we've got a lot of fixtures. Uh, we've got a couple tonight, as we said. We've got some on, on Saturday. We'll have some on Sunday. Aston Villa. Clean sheet Aston Villa, as they're called, uh, will be playing against Chelsea. And uh, off the field, Chelsea have been doing a bit of business. Obviously, not too many clubs have been, but they've signed Timo Werner. It's, they've got it over the line, Andy, for roughly about 53 million quid. Are you excited to see the uh, impressive uh, German coming to, to these these waters? These yeah, shores? and I've, I think, well, I guess it's been mentioned before, but the, the, the fact that the way this signing has rolled out shows already how much the transfer market has changed mm. because uh, with his buyout clause, it was, you know, the, the dictionary definition of a no-brainer yeah. before, like three months ago. Mm. Uh, and it became a thing where Liverpool were like, can we really spend this amount on another striker? And that allowed Chelsea to to get in. I think actually from his perspective, the fit with Chelsea is, is better because... I think he can play anywhere across that front three. Mm-hmm. He's more he's more needed there. I don't think oh, there's, there's, yeah, any definitely. Doubt, there's any doubt about that. And I'm not one of these people who think he thinks he, he couldn't have got into the Liverpool team. I, I I think that's that's nonsense. And at some point, as we've said before, Liverpool are going to have to move on from this gilded team. You know, you mm-hmm. you can't. Uh, football teams are like happiness. You can't like nail them to the wall and look at them. Yeah. <laughs> they have to evolve. And that bit when you've got to strengthen when you're on top, it's, it's a difficult thing to do, but you're going to have to do it. And Liverpool are going to have to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to be worthy Premier League champions. But at some point, mm-hmm. they're going to have to ditch some really popular players as they continue to, to, to build. It's going to be one of those things. But their loss, Chelsea's gain. And I, I think what was so good about him is the fact that he's not just a wide player. He's not just a forward who can stick out on the wing because he's fast. Mm -hmm. He can actually be a good wide player. And there was a feeling in Germany for a bit at one time that he would turn into a a left winger. I mean, when Bayern were were looking at him before they didn't make the plunge for him and that really annoyed him. Mm. Um, There was like half a sense that, well, he could kind of, as well as backing up Lewandowski, eventually replace Frank Ribery. You know, that was a, a, a discussion. The fact that it didn't go well for him on the wing um, in the World Cup for Germany... Well, it didn't go that well for anybody in the World Cup. No, no. And he was... Went well like, for me. Way down... <laughs> I loved it. He was, he, was way, he was way down the list of scapegoats. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, he did, he did get a bit of stick for it. Yeah. Um, but... I get the impression, Andy, that some people, maybe in this country, and let's be honest, they took years to be convinced from Zlatan Ibrahimovic, so perhaps we shouldn't listen to yeah. those voices. But I get the impression that some people are a bit like Timo Werner. I'm not really. I mean, his stats are very impressive because you say he's a good they wide are. player, but you've got to but you got to watch him in the flesh. But you yeah, do. You have to watch him because they, he's so so good. But his stats, Luke, 93 goals in 157 games. But he but he started and a bit four, late and goal scoring wise, didn't he? He didn't score many goals at Stuttgart before he moved to Leipzig, did he? No, I mean but this I, is for Leipzig. And that that is the that, oh, is, okay. that is the leap for him, really. But that's that's. That, Decent stats and 40 assists. So it shows you that he's got everything to his game. Yeah, and I think as well, people have tried to pigeonhole him as a as a counter-attacker. You know, he's just quick and he, he does score a lot of goals like yeah. that um, on, on the break. Um, but increasingly, Leipzig, because teams have got wise to them, have had to play against packed defences. Mm-hmm. And he can shoot from range. He can play through teams. There's all sorts of different ways that, that he can get out of teams. He's a very versatile player. Of course, 
uh, like you said with Bruno Fernandes before Luke excellent English um, and he's someone who when you hear him he seems quite softly spoken but he's actually quite tough I mean you talked about that move from mm-hmm. Stuttgart to, to Leipzig and Leipzig are obviously hated by a lot of football supporters in in, in Germany <laughs> and especially after he took a dive and successfully won a penalty against Schalke yes, they don't... he became the target mm. of some like really quite personal abuse yeah and he's he's dealt with it he's really dealt with he's it he's a very young it's, man it's toughened him up he's only he's only 24 and he's had to put up with some like some, some really quite unpleasant stuff and, mm. and and he's 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 been okay Mm. I think, I mean, you know, obviously Lampard likes to play a 4-3-3. Um, Werner, to me, looks like he starts off the left of that. Um, when I saw him play uh, earlier this season, he was excellent. Scored the only goal of the game against Spurs in the Champions League. Played off a left behind Patrick Schick and was so busy. They could, they just couldn't deal with him. And I know that, I know that Serge Aurier is a, um, isn't, a best, isn't having the best of time at the moment. Um, but no one could really handle him. For me, along with Sabitzer, he was you know, the best player on the pitch. He's a very, very exciting player. I think if you're a Chelsea fan and you haven't watched an awful lot of him, um, then you should be very, very excited. That's my mm. take on it. I wonder, I was going to ask you, Andy, actually, what that means for Christian Pulisic, actually, who's who's played off the left for Chelsea when he's played, obviously hasn't adjusted as quickly as perhaps they would have hoped. Still a young man, obviously. Is this is this something that Christian Pulisic should be worried about? No, I don't think so. I think they're very okay. different players and um, Pulisic is, is, is never going to play centrally. Werner should mm-hmm. play centrally, so it's more of a danger for Tammy Abraham then. Yeah, well, there's there's got to be competition if they yeah. if they want to go and win stuff and they they, they want to play sixty games a season. There, there does have to be that competition, mm-hmm. and you know just because Werner drifts left, I don't think that should make people think he's always going to be a, a left sided mm-hmm. forward. I, I really don't think that is the case. It does give Chelsea the ability to go amorphous because, as you say, Pulisic can play left. He played on the right quite a lot for Dortmund as as well. He can play off the front player. And when Pulisic started to hit it this season, he looked really good. Mm. Really good. Of course, it took him a little so while got to a adjust. Lot of versus, but versus but that, they always basically. knew that would, would be the case. I think it's really interesting, the idea that they've been linked quite closely with Kai Havertz. If you throw yeah. him into the mix, well. then it does really become a bun fight. Yeah. Mm. I, do, I quite like Jamie Carragher's comments on this when he said, you know, they're signing a lot of players. I mean, with, with these with, with these kind of players that are coming in, you know, you're not just talking about Champions League. You, you know, you've got to go and win the league. And it's kind of like, you know what, lads? Yeah, there's a bit of pressure on you. Are yeah. you really going to come yeah. and try and uh, take Liverpool's assumed crown? You yeah. know? Uh, but, but Kai Havertz has been... I mean, Ben Chilwell, of course. I mean, oh, Brendy Rodgers. It's going to be lovely seeing Brendy again. Yeah. And, and that lovely Leicester City side. <laughs> but uh, but he, he... Some of these comments were suggesting that he, he may well be re- just resigned to the fact that Ben Chilwell will go. But look, they got a big price for Harry Maguire and they managed to, to cover that. So it'll yeah. be interesting to see. Um, but Kai Havertz... Um, yeah, so did you see this? When the official Chelsea account tweeted out some info on Timo Werner uh, a Twitter user called Masood replied announce Havertz uh, which got a like from Kai Havertz official account oh Marcus has got his Tim Fall hat on I tell you something <laughs> and I quite like this I have no idea who uh, Masood is but uh, obviously a big passionate Chelsea fan uh, to which he replied to that he liked it just seconds I com- after I commented he has Chelsea notifications turned on we're massive we're gargantuan he's coming home send this blood brother a plane ticket so M- Masood is convinced uh, that Kai Havertz is going there yeah. no idea how is your is. out Twitter account going alright <laughs> <laughs> generating his own 
own content now. Although. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and Chelsea. I mean, look, I don't want to be too too boring about it, but Chelsea's. I've been really impressed with Chelsea transfer wise mm-hmm. recently. Yeah. they've done so much good business. Yeah, can they penetrate Aston Villa? Because <laughs> well, you've really listen, got to. Are they you have gonna, to ask the good people at Goal Decision System. You for that, have mate. to hit the back of the net against <laughs> yeah, Aston Villa. <laughs> did you hear what? Um, did you hear what um, uh, Dean uh, think? No, not Dean Smith. Uh, Chris Wilder said. He oh, said he? <laughs> something like, never mind being over the line. It was halfway up the whole end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Sensational yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh, dear. Um, uh, and uh, quickly before we uh, go to uh, uh, four to score, I'll just, I'll just say this, ladies and gentlemen. Everton versus Liverpool. Mike Dean's in charge. Do the, no, you got to do the Richardson comments as well. What was that? Go on. The Richardson comments about... Um, uh, I'll be very honoured to be refereed by such a man. No, Everton, Everton <laughs> forward Richarlison said ahead of the game, everybody in England hates Liverpool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, everyone's obsessed with Van Dijk, but he's not the best defender in the world. Yeah, yeah. Thiago Silva, Marquinhos and Sergio Ramos are all better than him. That's not going to bite him in the arse, is it? <laughs> <laughs> you can have to speak, he'll have to speak a bit louder this time on Sunday because he'll literally be inside Van Dijk's pocket. I was about to say, does he know who Virgil Van Dijk yeah, is? Yeah, no. oh, right. Listen, you never know. You never know in that Merseyside derby. That's true. Exciting as well. That's very true. Is he not just trying to butter up Thiago Silva before uh, uh, Ancelotti makes his move. Yeah. Ah, right. now you're talking. That is, that is. Now su- you are talking. That is such a textbook move, isn't it? <laughs> Thiago Silva to go to Everton now at 35 under Ancelotti. Yeah. And the eyebrow goes. You can't hear it. Beautiful. <laughs> Bloody beautiful. All right, it's time for Betway's four to score, which we participate in each week for a chance to win a huge prize for charity. Four to score entry is free. Just pick the first goal scorer in Betway's four selected matches each round. And if you're correct, you can win up to a colossal £100,000 this week oh, to celebrate the return blimey. of the Premier League. Make sure your selections are submitted before the first game and further T's and C's apply my game this week is Bournemouth v Crystal Palace which is a Saturday evening game at 7.45 Marcus will be watching his beloved Roy I expect (laughs) Uh, I've gone for Wilfred Zaha Andy game two you've got Newcastle versus Sheffield United Sunday afternoon that's right I've channeled Pete and gone for Fabian Cher Mm. Nice. I love having share. Um, Me too. I, Best I, finisher at the club. Clearly. <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. stiff competition. Um, yeah, yeah. All the others are being rested <laughs> because they're quite literally being fattened for market. <laughs> Aren't they? I, whereas, I, whereas he's already survived fondue, so he's fine. Exactly. I have a duty to the listeners of this podcast. With all this takeover talk at Newcastle, now, of course, there's maybe even a rival uh, bid happening. Glorious. Um, have you seen that uh, a certain young uh, Swede called Sven oh, has been talking about his admiration for Newcastle United and the city of Newcastle upon time? <laughs> On manoeuvres. <laughs> On manoeuvres. Yeah! Speaking, speaking of Twitter notification set, Sven's got his set for um, any potential takeover. Yeah. I, he's, got, he's, got a, he's got a Twitter search. You say that, you Saudi say money. <laughs> Just Saudi money. You Google say, alert. You say that, there's no way... Sven Joran Eriksson is unaware of the big market. That's that, true. Oh yeah, that's true. There's but, no way. Yeah. But there is a the whole generation of football managers who have got literally Saudi money saved to the yeah. Google search, yeah, yeah, Google yeah. alert. Bertie votes. Uh, <laughs> Sven Joran Eriksson. Forgot about old Bertie. Yeah. Those ones that basically a local uh, coach from the country in Africa, yeah. whether it be Senegal or Ghana or whatever, they would qualify. Yeah. Or Ivory Coast. Yeah, yeah. 
Get him in. Get him Bertie in. Vopes, get Sven. Anyway, so game three, Marcus. We've got oh, Wilfred Zaha, Fabian Schur. Game three, Marcus, you have Aston Villa v Chelsea. Sunday, yeah. 4.15. Obviously, Werner's not going to be at Chelsea for another couple of weeks. You can't pick him. I wasn't too sure who he, might, who he might go with up front, but I think he'll have Mason Mount in there, and I'd like to see the young man get on the score sheet. So your selection is Mason Mount. Of course, mm-hmm. there's four games in four to score, but there's only three of us today. So we took the time and the pleasure to speak to Jules Breach. Uh, our friend and colleague and she gave us her first goal scorer for Everton v Liverpool Sunday night and here's what she had to say Hi lads so who do I think is going to be the first goal scorer in the Merseyside derby well I could go for Virgil van Dijk scoring from a corner I could go for Trent scoring from a free kick or maybe Wijnaldum for a shot from outside the box I'd look really clever if one of those came true and happened. Uh, But instead, I'm going to be boring and I'm going to stick with the most obvious choice, Mo Salah. So there you go, Jules's selection is Mo Salah. I mean, she named the whole Liverpool team yeah. and then just went Mo Salah. So, <laughs> so you just edit out Mo Salah. Got to get, got to get that runtime <laughs> up somehow. Um, so our four to score selections in order are Wilfred Zaha, Fabian Scher, Mason Mount and Mo Salah. If each of those players score first in their respective games, we'll win uh, up to £100,000 for charity. You're welcome to play along too, but you must be over the age of 18 and do gamble responsibly. Make sure your selections are submitted before the first game and further T's and C's apply. That's Betway's four to score. Lovely old job. And now, ladies and gentlemen, back by Dope Demand, it's Luke's game. Yes! I'm really excited for this because I'm putting (laughs) two good football brains up against each other and that's no offence to anyone else. I'm shitting myself. Yeah, I bet you are. So, Andy's never played this before, so I will give a quick rundown of the rules, Andy, for Uh you and for those who've come to the show new and they haven't heard this before. That's interesting because in the production meeting, I said, I don't know the rules of this game and Marcus went, let's keep it that way. (laughs) He did. To be fair, he did. But I'll give Marcus respect because I offered an additional of Luke's game on the uh, WhatsApp yesterday uh, and uh, I said you'll be up against Andy and Mark Mm. said yeah I'll I'll do it yeah I misunderstood the question (laughs) yeah (laughs) so the way it works is I give you a player yes and you have to take turns to bid on how many of his clubs you can name okay and if you if, if, so for example it, it will become clear when we play but if you go four and Marcus goes five and you can't name six you go "All right, Marcus Mm. you name five and if he names them all correctly he gets a point Right. If he gets any of them wrong, you get the point. Okay. And it's a best of five. And it'll become very clear when we start. It's a difficult game to explain. It's not a difficult one to play. Mm. Play along at home as well. And we are going to start with Andy because mm. he's never played before. Yeah, Marcus. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, uh, Andy, the first player we're going to mention today... Is Ali McCoy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, uh, is Riyad Mahrez. Oh, blimey. He's played for four clubs in total. <laughs> It only counts... Look at the dead eyes. I know, look at him. I am, I am toast. Yeah. I am, however, counting on my fingers, yeah, listeners. Yeah. Where's, so, where's Jim when you need him? If he's played for one club more than once, it just counts as one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how many of Riyad Mahrez's four clubs can you can you name? All four. Ah, he's... he's... <laughs> I've never seen Spurs upset. I'll go five. <laughs> there aren't five. There aren't five. Now, go ahead and name them. Sarcel. Love, Manchester City, Leicester. Yeah, well. Go on, he's got one wrong. Go on. Is that how you say the first one? No, it's not. Yes! A a point to Marcus, I'm afraid. Compare. Compare is the first club, not Sarcel. Of course it is, you mug. (laughs) (laughs) Saves you a job because you were just named all the money. Exactly, yeah. 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 So that's one point to Marcus. I said Algeria. One point to Marcus. All right. This game is brutal. One nil. One nil. You, you've gone in both feet there. One nil to the spare. Um, I should also say, actually, mm-hmm. that if they've played for the second team of the club, 
which obviously happens a lot in Europe, it doesn't yes. count as more than one. Okay. okay. What if it's Real Madrid B or Barcelona B? No. No, okay, no. fine. fine. Um, you're you're going to go first this time, Marcus. Yep. One nil to you. Uh-huh. Paolo Maldini. Your, your player is, yeah, <laughs> Jamie Curry. No, is, uh, <laughs> he's played for six clubs in total. It's Lee Bowyer. Oh, Gordon. Lee Bowyer. Old Lee. That is, uh, yes, played, not managed. Played. Obviously, yeah. Um, you've pl- you know the rules, Mark. You've yeah. played a hundred times, and you know I'm stalling. Andy's Andy's working away there. You know that gif of um, I think it's Nick Offerman doing all those mathematical kind of things in the uh, in the air. Yeah, that's like Andy at the moment. I know, and it's really really putting me off. Six six clubs in total. Oh, Gordon Bennett, that is shocking. I've only got three. Andy, can you go four? Can I hear four from you? Yeah, I can go four. Can you do five, Mark? I'm going to have to. <laughs> You're going to go five? You've been in five? I'm going to have to. Are you going to go all six, Andy? Of course he is. No, I can't go six. Oh, what have I done? So you've got to name five, Marcus. Okay, right. one at a time, please. Charlton. Correct. Leeds. Correct. Newcastle. Correct. This is where it gets a little bit tricky. Um, English clubs, aren't they? Three so far. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm really struggling. Bolton? That's incorrect, I'm afraid. So you lose the point. It's a point to Andy. His career uh, is as follows. Charlton, then Leeds United, then West Ham. Oh, bloody West Ham. Then Newcastle. Then back to West Ham, just to rub it in. Uh, Birmingham and then Ipswich Town is where he ended his career. Ipswich was the one I didn't have. That's one each. West, I should have got West Ham. That was very important. Andy, you're up next. Bolton is the ultimate get out in this game. <laughs> yeah, I knew there was a B. Uh, Probably played for Bolton. Thank you, under Big Sam. On the Big Sam. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, Andy, you're up next. He's played for four clubs again in total. Are you going to throw yourself in two-footed like you did last time? Or are you going to be a bit more ponderous? Four clubs in total. Robert Lewandowski. Why, why do you give ones where you know I've no idea? It's a random and selection. Then, <laughs> a random I, selection. I can't go above three. Okay. Yeah, neither can I, mate. <laughs> so you want four? I <sighs> Just for people listening. How confident are you with the three? <laughs> I'm very confident. Yeah, well, I've got to go four then, haven't I? Just for people listening. Uh, to <laughs> I give mean, you a... if, even if I wasn't really confident, I understand part of the game is that I have to appear really exactly. confident. Just to give people a picture of listening, yeah. I've rarely seen Marcus more upset than this. <laughs> <laughs> so, Andy's going three. Are you going to go four? Uh, no, because it's, it's suicidal. Andy messed up with Mares, so let's go for that. Three, please, Andy. I mean, he he can't say Blackburn Rovers, can he? Because uh, of the no. ash cloud, it never happened. Yeah, exactly. of course. Exactly. So, uh, Lech Poznan, Bayern Munich, Borussia Dortmund. Yeah, Correct. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. two one to Andy. The other club he played for was Zenik Prushkov. Zenik Prushkov, I think yeah, that's pronounced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I've always thought we don't feature them on the Rambler. No, we don't. It's the first time I've had a mention, probably. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's 2 1 to Andy. Mm-hmm. Marcus, you have the next one to go first. He's played for nine clubs in total. Oh, it's a bit of fun. <laughs> You're under pressure because I've been sitting opposite you. Nine clubs. Zlatan. Oh, blimey. Big Ebra. Uh, yeah. How uh, many of Zlatan's nine clubs can you name? And for those of you listening at home, have a go at it yourself. I feel good, everyone. Marcus is counting with his fingers now. Um, I can do all nine. You go, is that your bid? Yeah. All right, Andy, you've got no play here. You can't do anything about this. Yeah. Marcus has to name all nine. If he doesn't name any, doesn't right. name them or he gets one wrong, <clears throat> you win the point anyway. And that'll be an unassailable lead. So the stakes couldn't be higher. Yeah. <laughs> one at a time, Marcus. All nine clubs that Zlatan's played for. I'll try and do them in order. Just to clarify, Luke, has he uh, moved again this week? <laughs> <laughs> Malmo. Correct. Yes. <laughs> Ajax. Yeah. Juventus. Yeah. Inter. Yeah. 
Uh, well, I'll start Milan. Yeah. Barcelona. Yeah. Uh, PSG. Yeah. Manchester United. Yeah. LA Galaxy. That is very good. Very good. <laughs> Come on. I was under a bit of pressure there. Well played. It's two all. Last last uh, last player. Um, come down to the final one. Tense. More tense than something else you can remember. You can name. Um, Andy, you're first. He's played for eight clubs in total. Marcus is going to be annoyed at this, but I do think this is going to test you. Right? Franck Ribéry. Yeah, that has annoyed me. <laughs> You want me to name Sean Gregan or something? <laughs> oh, yeah. Sean St. Ledger. Yeah. Uh, where are the 90s Scottish footballers? Yeah. <laughs> Frog Ribbery, eight clubs. Right, okay. Um, Why are how many... What are you bidding? I'm, f- I'm finger counting. Okay. So give me a second. All right. Like, you you should chat amongst yourselves. Yeah. Like, a bit louder. I'm trying to look. A quick game, okay. as people who listen to this regularly know, yeah. a quick game is a good game. I'm trying right? to look Okay. No, I have two. <laughs> <laughs> One, two... Yeah. Two. I'll go five. Five. Or oh, can you do six? No. You don't want to. You don't want to have a go at it. I want him to do five. Okay, Andy. Five Look, I've, clubs. I've, I've gone to the last round on this. You've done well. I've gone further than I thought. Yeah. Five clubs. Now this is the bit where I work out if I've counted correctly on my fingers. Come on, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. This will be a win for all of us. <laughs> Fiorentina. Correct. Oh. Bayern Munich. Correct. Olympic de Marseille. He's going backwards. Yeah. Showing up. I knew yeah, he would. Yeah, yeah. Three. Galatasaray. Four. Jeez. Mets. Five. Ah, well played, Andy well Brassel. Andy. It was a well good done. win. So you could he started his career at Boulogne. Ah, yeah. that's the obvious one. Um, Alle. Is it Alle? Is it, that's the second club, Alle. The Brest, and then Metz, and then oh, you named the rest uh, of them, obviously. Uh, yeah. um, so three, two to Andy Brassel. Well played. Good game. I that think, was fun. I think he's going to be unassailably good at this, but yeah. one thing I would say for uh-huh. people to listen out for is that if it ever comes down to it, I've played this game with Jules Breach and she is deceptively very good at this. Mm. So she is one to watch as well. Dark horse. Yeah. Maybe we'll play another edition of the game very, very soon. Interesting. Well, well enjoyable stuff there. Um, we, we've, uh, we've, got, we've got to the end. I'll, I'll just leave um, with, with this quote. It would be a dream for the new manager, for whoever the new manager would be to work in a club that great because for me it's a fantastic footballing city. <laughs> Steve Bruce is still in charge. Let's yeah. <laughs> he must have a me- first week back. First mention he's got. Disrespectful from this channel. That great to hear. Get Ericsson in there. Yeah, I get a feeling Steve Bruce and Newcastle United might be mentioned a bit more next week when they start playing actual football matches. Oh my giddy art, ladies and gentlemen. There we are. Thank you very much for listening to the preview show sponsored by Betway. It's been an absolute pleasure. Say goodbye, Luke Moore. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Andy Russell. Goodbye. Goodbye from me. Enjoy the football. This was a Stakhanov production. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.